If you would turn to Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6, and I just want to communicate, if you will. I don't plan to be loud and demonstrative. You can actually remain seated. Seated. Thank you, though, for your willingness to stand. We all know this passage of Scripture. I would imagine most of us, 99% of us. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Amen. It went from, get this, it covered from the time of his uh, humanity. And, not, and when I say humanity, in a sense, obviously he was in the womb. But he had to be born. But the beginning of his visible manifestation to the world as a child, the savior, deliverer, that moment he was born into the world. And and then it covered the the a son is given is talking about obviously his death. Right. Amen. And and um, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. This is really referring to his futuristic reign okay the millennium and thereafter and so it's covering and and you understanding that uh it's not going to be a spirit that's reigning and ruling it's going to be the glorified jesus christ and so the government shall be upon his shoulder i don't the government is not on his shoulder yet and then and and, and what i mean by that is the the, 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 now, and obviously, he rules and he reigns over his people, right? He's supposed to. Quite frankly, he don't even rule and reign over all his people. Amen. That's just the truth. But one day, he, it, he's going to rule over everything. And then it says, and his name shall be called. It wasn't called at that time, but his name shall be called. Now, I don't believe, and this is just my opinion, if you are uh, a a Hebrew scholar, you can correct me. uh, But I don't believe uh, the word wonderful was meant to be alone, outside uh, uh, and separate from counselor. I believe here, if you look at the English, every one of the, the words that described him, God, Father, uh, and then obviously the prince, it had something to demonstrate a, an adjective of, of, of who he was. And so it's wonderful counselor. And, and if you look at the Hebrew and look at the definition of the word, you would, you would probably render that the case. And so, I, and so we're going to look at it like this. It says, he shall be called wonderful, which is marvelous or amazing counselor he's a wonderful counselor now you he's a you know he shall be called wonderful i don't i don't really now if you hold that and uh again you can talk to me at the service and and show me where it's probably just him saying he's just wonderful i know he's wonderful but but this again it doesn't mean just wonderful it means a to be marvelous 
And I, I think he's referring to his ability to counsel. He's a wonderful counselor. It, it, it's talking about someone that you can consult with. He's not just a counselor, but he's a wonderful counselor. He shall be called wonderful. See, this is the problem. When we hear of, well, we, we, we know this scripture all the time, especially oneness people. And so we quote it and quote it and quote it and quote it. But are we really get, getting the, what it's really communicating? Now, I'm not against, and I, I'm going to go through each of these. I'm not against counseling sessions. I, I, as a matter of fact, I take counsel. I believe that's wisdom. I, I believe, you know, I would rather, I, I very seldomly make unilateral decisions that, that really, you know, that I think it should be a group of people, at least if I can get some feedback and opinions. The kings, they were responsible. They, the buck stopped with the king. But if he was a wise king, he went to his counselors first or his advisors. And he went and got the opinion of his advisors. And then he would listen to all the advisors and he would calculate. And compute and come up with all the, the answers and then he would make his decision based on all the information he gathered. And so a wise person would say, you know what, I'm going to get all the information I need before I make a decision. Now I may be limited, I may be narrow minded, I may just, you know, sometimes you can, you, you, only, you, you have tunnel vision. Where you're only thinking things according to your, your way. And so sometimes I'll do this. I'll call and I'll ask somebody's opinion. I'll ask my wife's opinion a lot of times. And, and I'll ask some of your opinion. I'll say, hey, what you think about this? So I, and it, it's just, I'm kind of just asking in general, like, what, what you, what did you feel? What did you sense? And what, what was your, your take and everything else? What I'm trying to do is to think outside of my limited frame. Be, because someone else can see something from a different perspective. Amen. It's just like a, you hear a boom. And all of a sudden you turn your head and you know you just saw everything that would have. Would have. Well, I can tell you. And the police say, well, did you actually say? Well, no, I just saw when I heard the scary boom. And then I look. And when I heard the scary boom and I look, well, this car, he's supposed to be coming out. Was the light red or green? I don't really know. But I saw it. And so you have to get a, a perspective from different people. Of what actually happened. And then once you get all the collective uh, 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 viewpoints and everything else, you can make a conclusion based on the information. That's how the Gospels was written. It was written from, and that's why the Lord chose it that way. And so I can go over here and found, find out a certain part about what was the, uh, this uh what was written over top of the cross and then I can go here and find out what was written here and then when I add them all together I can see the whole inscription or superscription as it was said of what was written on the cross and it's like that you get all you gather all the information that's called counseling and so sometimes you can come to pastor or another leader or whatever and, 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 and get some outside perspective because, you know, especially when you're dealing with anger, you really can't see things clearly, right? And so here, the passage of scripture is telling us, and you know, I, I kind of think when I, when, when I get a glorified body and, 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 and the Bible says that 
I, I know in part right now, but when, when I see him, I, I, I won't know in part. I, I'll know as he is known. And I, you know what? I, I don't, I don't get kind of get a sense that I'm going to have to be questioning. We, we say a lot of times, you know what? I'm going to ask Jesus when I get to heaven about this. You know, I, I got a bone to pick with him. I'm going to ask him. I kind of think we're not going to ask him. I kind of think we're going to know. Right? He said, I'm going to ask him, why did Eve do this? You're going to know. And chances are, you're not going to want to get up all in Eve's face and say, you're responsible for me every month. I'm going to punch Adam out. See, you make me sweating, the sweat of my brawl and all that. No, I'm not. I'm going to understand everything. I'm not going to want to brawl beat him. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of counseling going on up in heaven. I'm going to uh, rule and reign with him. Right? Now, I just my personal opinion that I think uh, there will be people that will reign, reign over. They may need counsel. But I ain't going to get into all that. I want to mess all that up. But the point is, is that I'm not going to need that. But I need it now. And he's the wonderful counselor. Now, I had, I've had, now I'm not against counseling. You hear me right now, and I'm not against counseling. I'm not against counseling. I'm going to say this because I don't want some of you to like, well, I shouldn't have counseling sessions. I'm not against counseling. But I'm going to tell you like this. A lot of stuff can be solved. By going to the wonderful counselor. Now, I'm just going to let you know. I'm telling you, if there's something that hit Bishop, I, I need now. I'm gone, you know. And it's not, well, I got to, it's not necessarily, I got, me and my wife, we got to go and I, we got to sit and we got to sit and talk to the bishop and, and get some counsel. And I'm not saying I, I don't have, I'm just saying that, that, I'm not, see, we always think about that. I'm talking about getting some advice, getting some direction. Now, the scripture, the word counselor, again, I told you I wasn't going to be preaching. It means to give advice, to counsel, to, pur- to counsel, to purpose, plan, plot, determine, to be determined, to seek advice, to consult, to plot together, to confer, to plot together. I can sit down with Jesus Christ and plot with him together. That's a wonderful privilege. And he says, hey, I am the wonderful counselor. He's the wonderful counselor. I, I don't have to do things on my own. I can get some advice from my heavenly father. Oh, hallelujah. No. That's so nice. No, we're ready to say that. He's the, we, we want to quote it, you know, to the Trinitarian. Uh-huh. And that's the only time we really use this to prove that it's he that Jesus is God. That's the only time we apostolics want to talk about this. Why don't we talk about what it's talking about? I don't even think there was any Trinitarians when Isaiah wrote this. Hello? I don't think he was writing this because there was some Trinitarian doctrines he was trying to defeat. <laughs> 
He wasn't even writing it to the people who believed in multiple gods. He was writing it to the Israeli people. He was writing it to the Israelites. And I don't even think he was talking about, okay, and Jesus wasn't even born yet. He wasn't trying to establish that Jesus was God manifested in the flesh. He probably didn't really have a clue to all he was saying. But he, they knew about the, the everlasting father and, the, and, and the, uh, the, the mighty God. So they, they knew he was, ref, they were ref, he was referencing Jehovah, Yahweh, whatever you want to call it. And so the bottom line is this. He's saying he's a wonderful counselor. I can go to him. How many times? Hallelujah. Did we pick up the phone? Now, I, I, I said it. I hate sometimes you hate repeating yourself because I'm like, he said it. I know I said it already, but I'm going to say it again. I'm not, I, I know I said it. I believe in counseling. I'm telling you, I do. But I'm no, I don't know how many times I had to go to the bishop. Now, I've been to, I've been to marriage counseling. Probably was. Amen. Just cutting up. I recommend it. Because I recommend getting advice. And I'm not against getting advice. And I'm not too proud to get some advice. All I'm telling you that he is the wonderful counselor. No, I just want to go to this verse when I'm trying to get defeat Trinitarian, the Trinitarian position. Why don't we go to it when we, we, it's there for a reason. Jesus was born. He was, he died. He was given. I'm in his kingdom. I'm in his, his uh, he has dominion in my life. So now this applies to me. This applies to me right now. And it may apply to some others later. This applies to me right now. Wonderful counselor. I, I, I can get my advice from him. I can get my direction from him. I can link up with him. And the word again, I, I, again, I'm going to say it again because I, I'm trying to hit that. Wonderful means marvelous and amazing. It means to show wonder, to cause, to astound. And so he's, he, he's, he's going to cause you to, the information, advice, and, and the way he plots your life is going to cause you to go, wow. Wow. You, 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 get, you get all caught up in a pickle. And you get all caught up in a jam and you, you don't know what to do. And then, and then you just sit down and spend some time with him and you go, wow. Man, this is some good information. Yeah, people, they're so confused. They don't know which way to go. And, and so, again, I, I'm, I'm going beyond marriage counseling and all that because I believe in all. But I'm talking about direction for your life. I'm talking about direction for your life. You know how many uh, ch- people, children of God, people in the church don't have any direction for their lives? I don't know what to do. He's the wonderful counselor. 
He's the one you need to go to. I, you know what? I have a hard time, hard time trying to tell myself what to do. People come to me for, for, to get direction in their life. Now, I'm just sorry. You come to me to get direction. If you come to me before, you know what you're going to hear. You need to pray. Or I'm going to give you some scripture. I'm going to give you some advice based on things that I may, you know, know and understand based on that and other people's experience and all that. And, and that's as far as I'm going to go. But to try to tell you what to do, that's not happening. I'm not the wonderful counselor. There's somebody that knows the plot and somebody that knows the plan. There's somebody that's in your tomorrow. I'm not in your tomorrow. I only can look at your past and then try to guide you based on what I know your past was like. But he's the one in your future and knows what your future is like. And so you can go to him. I have some people that go and, and, and call Auntie, Auntie uh, Mary, just because I got Aunt Mary. And try to get advice from somebody, one of their relatives, and they ain't even, not even saved. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to this person. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Grandmama. Grandma, Grandmama sitting back in her in her rocker smoking a pipe. <laughs> you can go to Grandmama asking her for some advice. In the middle of her puffs, she's giving you a good answer. <laughs> My God. Come on, we're apostolics. We got, we got to know it. We got, we got a wonderful camp. I mean, he'll give the best advice. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, you go to a doctor or whatever, you, you know, you, you smart. If they, they talking some serious business, you better go get a second opinion. Now, I'm just going to tell you, I've had three endocrinologists. And uh, I'm telling you, all three of them were different. And all three of them had something different to say. The first one, I didn't like her at all. I'm just going to be real. wasn't acting like her as a person. But the information she gave me, I just didn't agree with it. As a matter of fact, my body didn't agree with it either. And she was telling me some stuff. I'm like, I know that ain't true. I know that I'm listening to my body. My body is telling me something completely different. My body is letting me know, hey, this doctor doesn't really know what she's talking about. I found me a second doctor, not because uh whatever, uh just I just work things worked out with insurance and all that. So the second doctor, they gave me information that the first doctor didn't give me. And I'm like, I knew she didn't know what she was talking about. And each child, Jesus, the second doctor's telling me stuff. That's the one, I'm sorry, that I went, ah, when she got all up on me, right? Then let me go check you out. And she got the, you know, putting her stethoscope all on me. And just that honorary nature came out on me. And so she got up close and listened. I went, ah, shut up. I was like, oh, my goodness. I liked it all. I feel like I can joke with it like that. I liked it. She's not my doctor anymore. I wonder what's up with that. Yeah, I got another one. I, she, she, she moved back to Africa. I didn't cause it. <laughs> but I like what she had to say. She was giving me some more information. She said, well, did you do this and that, try this and that? I'm thinking to myself, my mother doctor didn't tell me that. Y'all, y'all getting the same amount of money. Give it, you know, should be giving the same advice for the same ailment. The same, it's the same condition. 
But this expert had one thing to say. This expert has something else to say. And so now I got a third one. I really like her. I mean, she knew her stuff. I mean, she was telling me everything. I'm like, hey, yeah, this is the one here. I can relate to this because my, everything that I was trying to tell this knucklehead first, doctor. And she was act, looking at me like I was stupid. You're just a patient. I'm the doctor. That can't be happening. Lady, it's happening. While you're on the medication and your levels are normal. My level's not normal. My, bo- my levels might be normal. My body is not. I'm telling you, I'm having these symptoms. <laughs> well, this doctor now telling me. This, because the other doctor said, no, once you do this, you're fine. That's it. You're on medication. Everything is fine. Shut up, son. Come back and see me in three months so I can get my, I can send you the bill. But this lady tells me, you know what? No, the, the thyroid, it, it, it's, it's tricky. It may just respond next week. I mean, she didn't really give me any hope that everything, I, I, I've already decided I'm going to just trust in God with it anyway. So I'm going to go to the physician so I can get the little medicine they give me, right? Unless God tell me not to take it. If God doesn't tell me not to take it, I'm taking medicine. Now, some of you might be, you know, whatever, and you're not going to take any, any medicine. I understand. You go right ahead. But, uh, but there's some medicine in the, uh, the Millennium Kingdom. <laughs> Hello? So y'all didn't know that. While Jesus is reigning on earth. There were some things for the healing of the nations. That's Bible. Hello? Oh, see? See, and I'm going, I'm sidetracking. Everything in nature for Adam was there in nature. There's a lot of, most of what they do now is nothing but stuff that's in nature. And they synthesize it or whatever and give you something that, that's uh, artificial and everything else. But amen, that when they, when they sedate you and all that and, and, and put you under, they get that stuff from plants. Hello? You get your heroin, that stuff is grown. That stuff comes from earth. Hello? Now, I'm not talking about shooting something in your vein. I'm talking about when they give you propofol and... And all that other stuff, you know what I mean? The pain, the, 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 real, the real stuff. You know what I mean? Morphine and all that. See, y'all, well, I'm not going to take that. The man giving you, most of that stuff comes from nature. God made it. I'm not going to take this. Give me a break. I tell you what, don't take something that, 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 that grows from nature. If you was Adam in the garden, you wouldn't live long because that was if you, in order for you to have health and life and everything else, you had to eat from the fruit. And the reason why man is perishing because that fruit is not available anymore. You live forever. That, whatever that fruit was, it had everything the person needed to get what they need. If Adam injured himself and uh, had a life uh, 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 um, uh, threatening wound, I believe if he ate of that fruit, it would heal him. Because he can live forever. Hello? Now, I said I just took a side step, but I, I got on this because he's doctor business. It's doctor stuff. So I got this doctor. I, I'm on, I only went to her one time. 
I mean, I was like, man, she's smart. She had that. But you know what? I, I, I left there saying, okay. But see, you can go to different people, experts, and get different opinions. And you can get this a first opinion, and, you know, you better get, like I said, if it's something serious, you better get a second opinion. When I first found out, I went to every specialist known to man. I went to the neurologist, the cardiologist, and the chronologist. I went to the chronologist last once they finally figured out what was going on. I went to every type of doctor to try to find out what was going on and every specialist and all that. The knucklehead I had as a, as a, a primary care physician, God didn't know anything. Yet he was God on earth to every patient. I mean, he act like, I mean, he was, he was it. He, right? Yeah, I went to patient last. The first place you go is patient first, right? Patient last. All right? You care. You know how much patient last care about you. They don't even give you a doctor. They give you uh, a uh, physician's assistant, the PA. You ain't getting a doctor unless something really going on. That's the truth. But, and we go and get the opinions of man. And we'll put our life. In the hands of the opinion of man. Amen. You got to have some serious surgery. We go to man. It's like, well, I like what he has to say. And what about what God has to say? We need to take that that seriously. He's our wonderful counselor. He will give you advice. That Now, see, this is the problem. A lot of times you really go to God. Chances are he's not going to give you the answer you want to hear. Maybe that's why we go to everyone else first. See, I can do this on a Sunday night. I wouldn't do this on a Sunday morning. We, we go to God last because he's going to normally, he's going to say something our flesh doesn't want to hear. That's, 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 why, and, and, and that's why a lot of times the pastors are last to know. Because I know he's going to tell me what I really don't want to hear. I know, uh, and I, I know you come to visit. Well, it's good to have Brother You in service. It really is. Amen. They love you, Brother You. They love somebody to come and, 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 and preach nice and sweet and all that. And after I hit them hard. So after I hit them hard tonight, you come back and preach another time. But, Brother You, I know you have, you've had a lot of counseling sessions. And so you had to tell some people some, some really hard stuff that they really didn't want to hear. But it was going to help them. Now, brother, you, I mean, you, he's a nice, calm, cool guy. Look at him. He just, you know, looked nice and, you know, yeah, whatever. Man, that cat. <laughs> you don't mess with that cat. I mean, he's like G.I. Joe times. <laughs> Amen. And so, I mean, you know, give it to you straight. But, you know, God is not like, you know, he's going to, yes, I understand. Well, whatever you choose to do, Blanche, it, it's fine. What, what do you feel in your heart? You know, you heard somebody say, just let your heart guide you. That's the biggest lie in the world. Your heart is deceptive above all. There is the desperately wicked. The Bible says, who can know? You better not listen to your heart. Your heart goes up and down based on how it feels. 
It, the Bible never tells you to really respond to your heart. Now, you can follow your peace. Don't follow your heart. And I can tell you, if your heart, you, 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 you follow your peace. And because it's not talking about your heart, it's talking about peace of mind, peace in your spirit. Now, if you don't have peace in your mind and peace in your spirit, your heart is not going to be right. I, 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 I'm, I'm just stuck on this. I thought I was going to go about the mighty God and the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace, but I, I, I'm stuck right here. Now, again, I, again, this is a uh, a uh, audible, you know. But how many people in this room? And, and just the, the reality of it. I, uh, you know, we need to take Scripture and, and just make it real in our lives. When you wake up in the morning, you communicate to God and ask him for direction. And decisions that need to be made, you start seeking his counsel. Or you make a decision, well, I I think I'm going to do this, I think I'm going to do that. I, I, I... I wish I could tell you that for the 29 years I've been, I've been serving God and walking with him and, and, and all that, that, you know, that, that I've gone to him and got the advice. I think sometimes I would just jump up and I would just make a decision. I'll say, oh, this, this seems good. I, I'm just going to do this and do that. And you know what? I paid for it later. My, my my lovely life, she she, you know. I sometimes I don't move fast enough for, her. and she's uh, I mean she's fine. She does she doesn't nag me or anything else. She she knows that I, she she knows now, and this is this is just recent over the last whatever amount of time. I'm not going to move. I'm serious. I'm not going to move. Until I'm finished talking to God and getting direction. I'm not going to move. I'm serious. I'm, I, 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 wish I, I wish that most of my years was, were like that. And if there's something that happens, I get a call or whatever. I'm not preaching me. I'm just telling you what I've learned to do. And I'm only sharing with you what I've learned and am learning. I get a call and if I start getting all roused... Don't make a decision. Because the times when I'm all trouble and I get to call on somebody, and I'm telling you, I've done that. Do I get to call, you know, whatever, and try to handle it? Shh. Biggest mistake. I said the biggest mistake. And so when you first get something, or well, you need to make a decision, you you better make and, and this is a, this is the other thing I want to uh, I want to tell you. We all we sometimes think that when we do something and it blows up in our face that it wasn't the will of God. When we suffer and suffer wrong, 
that, well, we, we, we're not in the will of God. Since when, when we suffer, that's not the will of God. I, I, I purchased, I'm going to share a small thing. I purchased a vehicle. We purchased two vehicles. We, not we didn't purchase them. Which we, we leased two vehicles. It's cheaper to lease for us. And we don't put on a whole lot of mileage and all that. And I, don't, I just like, I don't, that's just my preference to have a car that I don't have to worry about putting money out on other than payments and whatever. And I'm trying to be going to get cars fixed and fooling with uh, mechanics and all that. I just, I trust God, but I don't trust, mechanics. certain people I don't trust, I don't trust mechanics. <laughs> Amen. But I, you know, and that's what we do. And Everything was lovely. I talked about how I got two hundred and thirty something dollars back and from from the from the dealer and all that, and we worked out the deal. Good deal. I mean, we left. Hey, I don't care. I'm not going to make this decision and unless things. I we wanted a certain way. This is how we want it, and I know you can do it. Well, they they did everything like that, that like like we said and. And gave us a check in the mail. We didn't expect this. I'm like, okay, woo, we got some extra money here. We didn't expect. And I'm like, praise God, everything. And I like my vehicle. You know, I like to be able to lane assist and let me know when I'm going over another lane. And if something's going to happen, I like that. And my car turned on and turned off. See, I, I, brother, I found out, brother, you had a car to turn on and turn off on anytime you want. And the bishop, I said, I got to get me one of them cars, man. <laughs> So it turns out to drive me crazy and this can turn off, turn off at the stoplight. I'm like, what is it turning off for? Sir, conserving. Hot beams come on and I don't even have to act. It just comes on on its own when it needs to come on. And all kinds of crazy stuff, right? And, and so I, I like that. And so I got, and everything was nice. I, I, I think I'm in the will of God. You know, I told her, this is what we need to do and this is how we're going to do it. Guess what happened? I told you how I was at the dealer. Uh... Last week, called, kept on going to the deal. They thought I was one of the, I wasn't going there fussing and, and, and tearing up the place and whatever. I, I was going there because I felt like they did me wrong. I thought they were going to pay for my the, the cars I turned in because I turned them in a couple of months early, which I didn't have to turn them in. But I turned them in. I had low mileage on it and everything else. The way the deal was supposed to be that I didn't have to worry about paying the last two months on both of those other vehicles. Guess what happened? I get a letter in the mail saying I got two car payments on two vehicles. Well, I got two other cars we paid for. And so I'm going back to the dealer. Hey, what's going on here? Guess what happened? Okay, I talked to the salesman. I talked to the, 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 uh, the, uh, the finance manager. I talked to the sales manager. I talked to the general. By the time I got the general manager, he just come out the door and said, I ain't paying for nothing. He just get up blasting my face. I said, you don't even know what happened. I know what happened. I'm like, no, you know, it just went crazy. I, I didn't, I was polite, didn't look, raise my voice and said, thank you, sir. And as you know, and I, you know, I, that's when I wanted to have the Sons of Thunder ministry. <laughs> Kill him, Jesus, right now. I, you, if I if I if I would could have had the Sons of Thunder, or how about the Samson Ministry? Yeah. <laughs> I pulled off of that and said, "See, if I had superpowers, I would just go whoo, and all the tires on the whole lot, every all the tires on all the cars just bust." <laughs> I think, well, that probably would equal my money. 
<laughs> so what I'm having super pop, so I have to make sure I forget them, God. Let me, let me have the right attitude, the right spirit. And I could have walked away from that saying, see, somewhere I missed it. Somewhere I wasn't in the world. And I was like, man, they did me wrong. They refused to pay it. I'm like, you know, I'm your child, God. I'm a part of your bride. That doesn't supposed to happen to me. Nobody's supposed to be able to get over on me. I'm your child, right? We don't think things, bad things supposed to happen to good people. We don't think Jesus should have hung on the cross. What did he do wrong? To go through what he went through? Why do we think that if I didn't do anything wrong, nothing bad should happen to me? And God used situations like that to test us. But see, when you go to the counselor, the wonderful counselor, it gives you the advice. I know I prayed, and, and, and you might think I don't, but if I'm going to a car dealer, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to try to find out. We try to set a certain amount and all that, but I never try to stay on that certain amount. My wife, if I give her a dollar figure, because she does the budget, whatever, she doesn't want to go beyond that budget. See, see, I'm one of those, I, I do negotiations, right? You tell me a, 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 a amount, I got an amount in the back of my mind, Right? So I'm going, here he is, I'm giving myself away. So I'm a negotiator. So we said amount, she's, we agreed upon amount. She said, isn't that the amount we agreed upon? See, that's the amount we agreed upon, but I got another amount in the back of my head. <laughs> I only want to look at her face right now. That's, that's negotiation. You, you always say a certain amount knowing there's another amount that, you, that you're going to go to. <laughs> That's why we always go to the other mount. <laughs> but I, I, I you know, I, I, for every single, do, do you, I'm serious now. Do you go to God for advice? If, you, if, if you're going to have a bill, you better go to God for, <laughs> and find out whether you're supposed to have that or not. But you better, you know, we want everything to be perfect. Well, I can't do this because I have to have a certain amount of money in my 401k. I have to have a certain amount of money that I save every month. Now, I, that's fine with you making all your plans. Have you ever found out what God's plan is? Now, I, I believe in saving some money if you have to. Thank, okay, great. I'm just going to tell you like this. Some of our money, well, you got a whole bunch of money in the bank. Well, I'm just saving for my, you, and you get raptured, you're going to think, you, you're going to be fine, though. You think about the money. It's like, I don't care nothing about that. But I don't know about you. Maybe there's a second you're like, man, I could have spent that. Why you going to have to have it? Man, I left them guys that money. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to leave nobody nothing except my your children, right? I don't want to leave blank nothing, anything. <laughs> but do we ask God for the direction? Of, yeah, it may be sometimes God will tell you empty out. See, here we go. I'm going to mess up your Empty out your account. 
Now, not for your Bahamas vacation. But to send your pastor on the Bahamas vacation. No. <laughs> I know I'm just messing. That's not real. <laughs> that wasn't subliminal message, none of that type of stuff. That wasn't a hidden thing, uh, you know, just messing. Maybe he'll empty, tell you empty your account to pay in, in missions or, or do this or whatever the case may be. Can we listen to God? I'm just going to tell you. God start talking about that empty out your car. Oh, I bind you in the name of just the devil. You are devil. You are a liar in Jesus name. Get thee behind me, Satan. I know that's not from God. What? You hear that voice again, you break out the oil, start anointing every, every door and everything else, and get out in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Lying spirit. We go back again and we still hear that knock at the door. God will tell us stuff. A lot of times that we don't really want to hear. Flesh doesn't want to hear. And that's why this wonderful counselor. Sometimes it's the last that we go to for advice. You know, some of you have some kings in the Bible, and I'm, I'm wrapping this thing up. Kings in the Bible that were foolish. And they would go to the people and especially the prophets that would tell them what they wanted to hear. And you had certain kings, well, I want to listen to the people that's going to tell me what I want to hear. I'm going to have some advisors, but I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I listen to the advisors that's going to tell me what I want to hear. And, and you hear of the stories and, and, and of some of the kings, and, and they were especially uh, uh, Absalom. You know? And uh, what was the what was the other king, uh, one of David's sons that that, huh? No, huh? Rehoboam, yes, it's, yes, Rehoboam. That was his grandson, right? Solomon's son, yeah. So it was his grandson. <laughs> so David's grandson. He he wanted he he all the old guys tried to tell him the right way, but he he hung around his buddies and he let his buddies become his his counselors. Everybody that, that um, would tell him what he wanted to hear. That's the worst group of counselors you can get. And he wound up being hard on the people, and guess what happened? Half the kingdom was rent from him. You're a fool. Oh, he was foolish. I shouldn't probably say that. But we're going to have to be willing, especially... I, I'm sorry. I don't believe it's going to get better. I, I'm sorry. I know y'all think that, oh, well, you know, God is establishing his kingdom on earth and things are going to get better and the glory of God is ushering in and, you know, some of this uh, watchtower thinking. Right. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. If you're crying now, you're going to cry a whole lot more in a little bit here. Amen. Yep. And if you're crying, you crying the blues because of, 
of Donald Trump, you have no idea what the agenda of this country is. And, and I'm just going to say, like, I probably shouldn't talk politics, but when those, when, this is, when those liberal nuts, I'm sorry, this is kind of, when them liberal nuts get in, get in power, oh, my goodness, the church, you cry about Donald Trump all you want to. I don't agree with a lot of that, you know, a lot of stuff, whatever. One thing I realized about Donald Trump that last that that um, the State of the Union address, I was like, that guy's smart. He knows exactly what he's doing. He he's fooling everybody. People think he's a crazy nut and he'll know anything. I listened to that daggone uh, State of the Union address. I I found I said that guy is smart. He don't care what anybody else thinks. And he's going to build that wall. Well, he's stopping. Well, he's, he, he's the reason why we all not, you know, there's a layoff and, and, and what, you know, the shutdown and all that. You think that one man responsible for a shutdown? Everybody else is, is I, I don't mean any harm. Nancy, I, don't, I know I'm politi- talking politics and all that. I don't mind a wall being built up. I don't, what's, what, why I got a problem with a wall? It's stopping illegal immigrants. I, I'm, I'm, for, I'm for people coming in the country, but why, why we got to let anybody in illegally? I'm, I don't understand what's so wrong about that. Now, I don't agree with Donald Trump a lot, but I'm just saying, what's so wrong with people coming in, people not being able to just come in illegally? But, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to get into the pot, but I'm just saying, but we get all caught up in all that kind of stuff. And things are, is going to get rough. Uh, hear me. Things are going. You think it's rough now? Things are going. To, and whether you agree with a wall. And I don't agree with a lot of things a man said. Trust me. I don't agree with a whole lot of things. And maybe you disagree with the wall and all that. And why are you letting the wall. Whatever the case may be. If you if you took your time to go over the stuff that presidents have done, and it's so just so much double standard and all that kind of stuff, it's so, this it, I'm talking about the government is just messed up right about now. If you think it's just one person, and you think another party going to get in office and everything is going to be nice and dandy, have you read your Bibles? It's not going to get better. It, it's not. It's not going to get better for the people of, of God. Amen. Now, if, if you're a chief of, chief of sinners, oh, man, it's going to be party hardy. You can do everything you want until judgment start happening. And, and, and then what's going to happen? Eventually, people are going to shake their fists at God. It's all your fault that this world is going to hell in the handbags. It's all your fault of all this destruction that's going on in the world. And the Bible says that, that people aren't going to repent. It's going to, you know, it, it, it's not going to get good. It's not going to get better. And, and I know it's a sign. But if your hope is in this world, you're in trouble. 
So I don't care really how bad it gets in this world. Seem like this. I have a wonderful counsel. He's going to direct me. He's going to guide me. And, and it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter who's in office. It doesn't matter what party. It, you know, it may not be a, um, a Republican or a Democrat. This is probably the, the greatest chance that there could be an independent in office. And let's admit, you don't know who's going to All the people that's running now, they have about 500 people running for office, right? You, you know, it's going to be a crapshoot. I'm telling you what, this, I'm, I'm going to share, share a dream, and I, I already know it's eight, 18 because I can tell. You already let me know 18 minutes ago. <laughs> I haven't shared this dream with anybody to my knowledge. Several years ago, I had a dream I was walking in Baltimore City. And um, I walked past an alley and I heard this loud noise. And it was it was almost like it was it was an apocalypse, if you will. And I shouldn't say apocalypse in the sense of a revelation, because that's what the word means. But the way the world used apocalypse. Like it was like the end time. And it was just so eerie. And I heard all this noise in this alley. And I heard all this commotion. And it was this, uh, those big dumpsters. And I heard this commotion coming from this big dumpster. And I was like, what in the world? That sounded like somebody fighting in the alley. And I went down and looked to see what was going on. And I saw the commotion. And what I saw was an eagle. And the eagle, you know how you see them now around my way? I see big eagles flying and majestically and all that. And it's beautiful. And I'm like, this is one of the most incredible. But this eagle wasn't big and huge. This eagle was in the garbage can. And he was eating out of the garbage can. And he was just going through the rum, the, the, the trash and everything else. And, and I'm thinking I'm ready to see this big thing. And the eagle came out of the garbage can. And it looked all scrawny, scrawny and, 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 and it was all dirty. And, and when he flew, he flew on the, uh, the top of the, the, the roof. And he was the size of the regular crows. That's how small and puny he looked. And he hung with the crows and he looked all deformed and skinny. He did. I mean, he was skinnier than a crow. And I was like, that's an eagle? And I kept on looking and I said, oh my goodness, you see this eagle? This is crazy. And when I woke up from the dream, the Holy Ghost said, that's the United States in the end time. I, I haven't shared I may have shared it with my wife. Did I share that dream with you? I've held that dream and hadn't shared it, whatever. I felt to share it this, this morning, I mean this evening. When I saw that eagle, and, I, and once I realized what that, that eagle represented, and this dream was probably about five years ago, I saw the state of the United States. I had another dream I'm just going to share it with, with you all. 
In this dream, it was, the, the, uh, again, this last day. And I looked up, and there were, I guess you call them paratroopers, people jump out of the airplanes, all over the place. And then they landed. And when they landed, they all had on black, and they spoke a different language. I don't know where they were from, but they weren't Americans. And America had been invaded. And I remember it was the last days, and I was like, get me up out of here. And uh, during that time frame is when the rapture had taken place. If you think this country is getting better, then they were just dreams. You can believe whatever you want to believe. And you can believe this country is going to be this, that, and the other. But I'm telling you what, I, I believe those dreams I had. Now, that's not the destiny of the church. I've had dreams where I was a part of the rapture that took place. And, and I remember seeing people that, that were uh, a part of the church that didn't make it. There was such a bad state. And to this day, the people that I saw in that dream, they're backslidden right now. And didn't make it. They were part of this church, this congregation. It's not getting better. And I don't know how I got off on this track. It's getting worse. The government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called the Wonderful Counselor. Folks, in this day, in this world, this age, you better know who to go to. And what advice that you need to get. Won't you stand? He's a marvelous advisor. He won't always tell you what you want to hear. He's not always going to tell you, yes, you deserve a trip to Disneyland. Take all your money that you have in the bank and you go spend it. And have a good time. Take three weeks off from the church. Don't worry about coming to church services. And just tell you all these nice fancy things. Ah, you know, he's not going to do that. Chances are. But if you're looking for someone to give you the direction that you need for your life. We go to church on Sunday morning, obviously Sunday evening, and for many of you, Thursday, go to care group. Outside of those meetings, those gatherings, how much is Jesus your marvelous advisor where he's directing you? He's leading you. And he's guiding you. Not in a church service. Not in a care group or in a Bible study. But to answer all the questions that you may have in your life. Or do we just arbitrarily make decisions without seeking him and asking him. We wake up saying, Lord, what, 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 should, I, what should I do today? Outside of the time, I know I should have to go to work. But sometimes he may say not to. 
When you get on your job, God, I need your help on it. What should I do? What Some of us get so bogged down with the stuff that we have to do. Do you ask God, what, do I, what should I accomplish today? If you got so many tasks and things that you have to do, more than you have hours in a day, do you ask him, what do you need to get done for that day? And be at peace that what I did was the will of God. That's what our lives should be about. Because I don't think he can be the prince of peace until we handle the wonderful counselor first. We want, the, we want to get to the end of the, the prince of peace. And I don't think you'll get to the prince of peace until you start where it first begins. I don't think it's a strange coincidence that he started with wonderful counselor and ended with the prince of peace. In the middle of that, he's going to be the mighty God and the everlasting Father. But before you get to the mighty God, the mighty things that God can do, and him being your everlasting Father, and before you can get to him being the Prince of Peace, he has to be your wonderful counselor. Because without counsel from him, he's not your mighty God. Your everlasting Father. Your Prince of Peace. Won't you just lift your hands where you are? Again, this was a, a detour. I didn't expect any anything that I said out of my mouth. It wasn't a sermon, a message that I've had. It's just sharing with the, what the Holy Ghost is sharing with me as I feel like the Lord has given me. I didn't know I wasn't going to read all the verse. I just know that the Lord said turn here twice, and I turned there. I believe the Holy Ghost is asking us this question. And I believe this is going to be so critical in the months and years to come that he's our wonderful counselor. It doesn't matter how things look. It doesn't matter what the answer that he gives, how that looks. But I need to go to him and I need to trust him. I don't need to trust in my bank account, my wallet. I don't need to trust how things are in this world. It doesn't really matter what the doctors say. It doesn't matter what the specialists say. I need to get my advice from him. Come on in Jesus name. I feel, I feel, I know it's late. I feel to do this. If you have your uh, family nearby, wife, spouse, kids, family, won't you go ahead and link up with them? Sister Simpson, won't you uh, go ahead and join hands with Sarah? You have your wife or family. If you don't have a family member, you can link up with one of the, your close friends in the congregation. We're going to pray together. Come on. If you don't have anyone like that, you can find a brother to link up with. Or if you're a sister, you can find someone to link up with. Come on, right now, we're going to pray. Pray for God's uh, direction. God's purpose. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, let's just spend a few minutes. I understand what time it is. We're just about done. Come on, we need your direction, Father.
God, we pray, Lord, against the, the bickering that goes on in our households. And we can spend some time seeking God's direction and trusting that. And being each other's advisors. Trying to get the will and purpose of God. It doesn't matter whether your will is done and, and what your plans are and well, what your spouse's plan or somebody else in your household. Why don't we find the mind of Christ? Why don't we find the will of God? Come on in Jesus' name. When the Bible mentions that Jesus gave us a formula for prayer, the one that he said, not my will but thine be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Come on in Jesus' name. God's will can't be done if we're not, we're not seeking him. We're not seeking his advice. We're not seeking his counsel. We're not seeking his plan. We, we just do what we feel to do. Come on in Jesus' name. Help me to lean upon you. Help me to trust you. Help me to rely on you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, I pray that no matter would be too small, no situation would be too great that would overwhelm us. Lord, that we would come to you, get your direction, your counsel, your advice. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Come on. Make the word. Let's allow it to be applied to our lives. We use, we use scripture so much for, for uh, the, winning an argument or defeat, defeating something, debate and all that. Why don't we use it to, use it to give us what we need in our own lives? In Jesus' name, praise God. Won't you shake someone's hand on your way out?